The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Mind Your Own Podcast with Aaron Sorensen and Sasha Durkin. Where we stick to sports, except when we're not. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Own Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Sasha. And we are celebrating one official year of the Mind Your Own Podcast. It's so nuts. Isn't that wild? It's crazy. And (laughs) I think about this year and it's kind of ironic because when we started that, when we started this podcast and we hosted our first episode, Mm -hmm. I remember at the time we didn't know if there would be any kind of football season. We didn't know what sports looked like at that Mm -hmm. point for really anything. Didn't matter. Professional, amateur, doesn't matter. Uh, I did a lot of things over Zoom like Sasha. We did a lot of things over Zoom. Um, Yeah. But I remember at that time thinking, like, when will things feel normal or be normal? And if I could go back and tell myself, the answer is never. (laughs) (laughs) I think we even kind of touched on that on that episode. And I believe the title is, so how did we get here? Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But like thinking back on that and then, then throughout the year, the evolution of us talking about what normal is now and realizing Mm -hmm. that everything that was normal before has been altered for, you know, the course of the rest of our lives in some way, shape or fashion. Um, it's kind of incredible to think about. Yeah. Cause I mean, as we're recording this, so Sasha was very gracious to move this time. I am currently in the middle of a very long day, not saying that I only have a long day. I know <laughs> Sasha's days are very long as well. Uh, but I'm sitting in the Nebraska press box at the moment recording this episode. This is the first time I've ever recorded an episode, either not in person with Sasha or from my home. So this is strange. And the biggest reason I'm doing this is because I'm here and I'm in Lincoln pretty much all day for different, for different reasons. There's been football availability. There is, um, there was baseball availability. I even have, um, big red wrap up, which is what is Mm. keeping me in Lincoln all day long. And that's on top of volleyball. I mean, things are quote unquote normal, but I'm sitting next to a mask that, um, you know, is still a good reminder that we are in a pandemic. We are not out of the woods. And so while it's nice to feel like this semblance of what was, it's also the reality of what will be. And I think, Mm. you know, when I look back at like all of the things that we have talked about, and I would say this podcast has made me more bold, um, not necessarily in the sense of like, I don't go on Twitter every day and share every thought that I have. And I, I do that mostly out of, I forgot the soda machine is on in here. So if anyone just hears a random, very large, loud, like loud nose, it's a loud noise. It's a large soda machine. Um, it's fine. It just, you know, if anyone wants a diet Pepsi, a diet Dr. Pepper, I've got you covered. Uh, just send me a note and I'll ship that on out to you. Um, but no, I, I think about like, I, I don't talk about everything on social media. And there's a point of privilege in this because I understand like if not everyone is as privileged as that to just say, I'm not going to like 
talk about something today, but I do a lot of it out of self-preservation where I'm like, Mm. this is a topic I want to talk about, but I know if I go share this on Twitter, I'm not going to be met by people wanting to have a conversation. I'm going to just be met by people wanting to yell at me and my mental health can't always take that. So I say that this podcast has, by the way, as we're just like reflecting, we just kind of (laughs) jumped right into this, but like this podcast has taught me one, how to be more bold in my beliefs, but also has taught me when to sometimes take a back seat and maybe not to go share every thought that I have, because we've talked a lot about mental health. And I think that's something I have found that I have anxiety about is like mm-hmm. not being able to, I guess, not be able to control the things that are said to me unless I, I control myself. Mm-hmm. And again, I understand there's a point of privilege to that, but I, this podcast has taught me a lot with kind of how I share my voice and also when to speak up, when sometimes it's better to hold something a little bit close Mm. until you're ready to speak on it. Because, um, yeah, this last year has just taught me that people aren't sometimes willing to have conversations. They just want to yell. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think I, I'm because of this podcast, a lot more willing to share my thoughts on a lot of topics Um, but I do agree with you. It's, it's also taught me like in the moments where maybe I need to be listening more than championing, if that makes sense. I feel like there is a, a, an almost unspoken part of championing or being an ally that involves just listening because Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I just don't know about. So if I take the time to listen and become a more well-versed person on a lot of the topics that we talk about, that helps me better be able to be an ally or better be able to have these conversations because I am able to have a better and more informed opinion just by sitting back and listening to people talk about their experiences. Um, And I I do think uh, like, I I know that we say that we're thankful a lot, but I, I think that I'm even more appreciative and thankful at this point than I was in the very beginning. Not that I took our listeners for granted, but we you took know. all of you for granted because none of you sent us emails. <laughs> and you don't even care anymore. You're all the worst. I'm just but but the the conversations that we have then been able to have because our listeners are also willing to have the conversations with their experiences. And, and talk about the things that they've experienced or, or contribute to the show and be like, Hey, could you guys talk about this? Like, how do you feel about this? Have you thought about this? Um, I think opening up those doors to conversation has ultimately been one of my biggest takeaways from this last year. Um, you know, I know I already said listening, but the importance of listening um, and actually being patient enough and kind enough to have conversations that can be challenging to have. Yeah. And I think, you know, I was going to say, it kind of reminded me of this quote that after everything that was just recently happening with Hurricane Ida and um, there, you know, obviously like there are, there have been significant wildfires. Uh, There's real legitimate, there's real legitimate conversations to be had about climate change and what needs to be done. Um, But it sometimes feels like like a lot because you're sitting here and you're, you're battling. um, Should I be putting my attention towards climate change? Should I be putting my attention toward COVID-19 and um, getting people vaccinated? Should I be putting my time and attention over here? And then something pulls you here and then something pulls you here and it can be a lot. And I saw this tweet. um, 
it was only a few days ago now where the person, uh, her Twitter is at Miss Pacchietti, said, one, unclench your jaw. Two, stop doom scrolling. Three, write down three actions you'll take tomorrow about any of the injustices happening right now. If one is to send money or to help someone in the storm. So she was referencing the storm, but just to help someone do that tonight. Four, go to sleep. And then her point was oppression exhausts on purpose. We need rested warriors. And I I love that. Goosebumps. I love that tweet because I think it can sometimes feel very daunting to feel like, what am I going to tackle now? And so for myself, one of the things that this podcast has taught me is I am, and I would say both of us are, but like I can just speaking for myself personally, one of the things that matters greatly to me is being an advocate for women, being an advocate for women in sports. But I also understand there's limitations to that. I can't be an advocate, um, I can't be a good advocate and a good ally if I'm exhausted or if I'm spreading myself too thin. So there are times I'm going to have to, unfortunately, just say, I can't take this battle on. This is not one that I'm able. So like, for instance, and I'm going to talk about it now really quick because I didn't get a chance to address it on Twitter. And this was one I didn't address on Twitter, not because I didn't have thoughts, but because I knew I wasn't in a mental state to take this on Mm -hmm. when it was happening. There is a, there is a woman sports reporter who was um, doing a live shot from that Georgia game. She had was set up for fans in the background. And Sasha, you've worked in media. You know how this happens. They want you to set up in a spot where you get the fans mm-hmm. in the background. And there's like, they don't want you set up with a wall behind you. They want right. some, they want the liveliness. They want all of that. And so she sets up probably things like this is a good shot. I'll get fans walking behind me, probably even like they'll be screaming and giving like number one, you do take the risk of like some obscenities or a yeah. middle finger, but like for the most part, you're like, this is probably what was asked. And she mm-hmm. figured this was fine. So she shares this video because it wasn't about the fans that were excited behind her. It was the amount of men who came up to her and grabbed her and like grabbed her shoulders and like men who were walking into her shot, like between her and the camera and the men that were running into her. Like I, there's a number of fans in these videos that were just walking by and they're putting number one, like we're so excited. And like, that's fine. Like that's what you're kind of expecting in that shot. So she shares that to kind of show this is the reality of being a woman in sports is people see you and they're already hyped up because they see a camera and get excited. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, when the person behind the camera is a woman, there becomes this like idea in people's minds that like it's fair game. Right. And she eventually had to turn the comments or like turn off the ability to reply to the tweet because what happened is it fell in front of a, (laughs) it fell in front of the barstool crowd and a lot of men started telling her, you know, maybe you just shouldn't be in your role. And then a, I'm not even going to say his name. He he's a conservative, like quote unquote conservative, like commentator. I don't even know. And I'm, mm. I'm not saying that for the record for anyone listening, who's like, I identify what, whatever. I don't care. I'm using that as like, that is his trope. Like that is right. his thing. Um, if you want to know who it is, he got it. He was like the one who like Carrie Underwood liked a tweet of his and um, it created some huge cry because of like what it was. But anyway, my point with that is, and the reason I don't really want to say his name is because he doesn't deserve that much attention from me. Um, but he, chimed in on this and basically was like, I'm not going to say that men are better sports reporters than women. Um, 
but I'm just going to show you this video, this man essentially doing the exact same thing and handling it just fine. And the video frustrated me because, yeah, this young man was standing in the cr- front of a crowd and the crowd was excited and cheering and stuff. But the thing is, is nobody grabs him. Right. Nobody is nobody is groping him. Nobody is nobody is invading his space mm-hmm. to the degree that they that they did to that young woman. And the fact that we have to have these dumb conversations about like why these things are not equal. It's not that he is not being good at his job, this young man who's a sports reporter. And it's not that she's not good at hers. Mm-hmm. It's that there are, there is a belief in this country that, and in this world, I should probably expand it beyond that, that like women are objects, objects to be, <laughs> I mean, this is this is what this podcast has done for me is really like helped me process these mm-hmm. conversations because like right now on the University of Nebraska Lincoln's campus there are cries for changes to the Greek system because of a young woman who was sexually assaulted by a member of a fraternity Phi Gamma Delta goes by Fiji and as it turns out because of the internet all of these people are chiming in and going hey that's a very similar situation that happened on our campus at the university of Iowa. And that is a very similar, like mm-hmm. sexual assault is so like, I think back on like when we started college and like the thing that they would tell you is if you felt threatened to go press the blue lights, because that was your only option. Like if you felt threatened, go press the blue light. And I kept thinking like, yeah, it's great that we have these systems in place that allow women to get help quickly. If that, like, if they work, like I've never pressed one to find out, but Mm -hmm. like, if it works, like, that's great. But like, why are we constantly equipping women without also teaching men to respect boundaries and to respect women? You can't do one without the other. And so I can, I digress. But my point is, is like, as I was watching this conversation happen on Twitter and I'm getting more and more mad and I'm wanting to just be like, okay, everyone, you suck. Listen up. I realized I'm like, I don't have the mental capacity to help here. What I can do is in my capacity right now, the space that I have that this podcast is I can talk about it here and process my thoughts Mm -hmm. in a space that like, I feel people listening will give me the grace to process through it. But also I am not just going to talk about it here. I am going to ensure that that is not what any young woman I work with experiences ever. I have an intern. She's a young woman and she's going to be on the sidelines of her first college football game on Saturday. And you better be damned. Not a single person better touch her because you will be seeing me in your face. And that is where like, I can make a difference in this world is when I have these young women that are in my vicinity, not allowing this shit to happen anymore. And yeah, I want to go roast everyone on Twitter, but unfortunately all that becomes is this like, just, it's just people waiting. It's like, it's just waiting. Yeah, waiting People are just to jump waiting. on a comment to and tell like, you how wrong you are. Right. And it's like, I don't, I don't, that's not helping me. No. It's not helping that young, like, honestly, that's not helping that young woman. She knows what happened to her was wrong. And she knows that she's a, I hope she knows she's a great reporter. Right. It just, this podcast has given me this, this space in my, in this last year to dissect these things and to probably see them a little bit more completely than I would have in the past, because in the past would have been like, I wanted to respond right in the moment, or I didn't mm. look into it any further. I did. I just reacted and I didn't yep. equip myself, I guess, with how do I actively make change going forward? This has helped me. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's the, uh, it's the take a beat for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> take a beat, which is an episode. <laughs> it is. Um, 
unfortunately, the the thing about conversations is specifically like that. And I don't know how we change that. Maybe it's us just processing this together on, on our podcast, but stuff like that has been happening for since, you know, the beginning, <laughs> I want to say the beginning of sports, beginning but of time. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that the issue therein lies that there's always a comparison made when it's not comparable. Um, it goes back to the, when women tell you their truth, that everyone should be listening. Um, it goes back to the conversations we've had about men saying, Hey, buddy, don't do that. She's working. Where was that guy in that crowd of people that kept doing that? Um, it just, it's frustrating to me that that probably wasn't the only video that circulated that day from a young woman covering sports in the fall or sports at all. Um, when do we, when do we get to the point where like enough is enough? When do we start, you know, when do you to men who are listening, when do you turn to your fellow buddies and be like, Hey, that's not right. Or if you see it on social media, calling it out and tweeting, retweeting it and being like, Hey, this isn't right. That's how you start having conversations like that. Not everyone's going to like you for having a differing opinion, but I can guarantee you the one that is so far from the truth is that women don't belong in this space. So continuing to have that rhetoric and being like, well, you shouldn't be here, blah, blah, blah. I, be I, I belong here. I deserve to be here. Just like you. I worked my ass up just like you. I can report yeah. and be good at my job just like you. I just don't need the manhandling and the groping and the, the rhetoric that somehow we as females are less than or should put up with bullshit that we don't deserve to put up with because you wouldn't accept, expect a man to put up with that shit. No. And I mean, I shared this on my TikTok um, last week. I shared a story that like, I get asked a lot, like, oh, do you actually face any sex sexism? Or, oh, you might just be like, you just might be exaggerating. And <laughs> Um, I was like, maybe I need to make this a series of just telling stories of things that have happened to me or mm. happened to me in real time, because I have experienced a lot of things from a, the university of Colorado does not have a woman's restroom in its press box, at least the, when I was there. And mm. I assume that that hasn't changed yet. I've not heard otherwise. Um, and that sucked because it's like, when I asked, well, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, well, you're going to go down, you know, four or five uh, flights and you're going to go across the field house. And it's like, do you understand the time that's going to take me mm -hmm. away from my job? I can't effectively do my job, but now it's like, I have to limit. I remember it was like a hundred, it was really, really hot that day. So like you had to stay hydrated, but it's like, I don't want to drink any water because I'm afraid if I have to use the restroom in the middle of this game, I'm not going to be able to get back here and I'm going to miss things. That is a really terrible spot to put somebody in. It is like, there's a lot of things wrong with that. But I mean, even just recently I was at Illinois and I was walking up to the press box. I was walking back up to the press box and this man stopped me and he goes, no miniskirt today. And the thing that like bothered me more than anything about that, aside from asking me that question, what bothered me more than anything is that I start to try to justify why he might be asking me that maybe uh -huh. he's confusing me for someone, but then I was like, even if he was, so let's say there is a woman that works at the university of Illinois, who's always on the sidelines. She typically wears mini skirts. Why is he asking her that? Like, then it becomes this thing of like, why am I justifying this thing for this man? Like, why is he commenting on what she's wearing in that way to be yep. like, Oh no, mini skirt today. Like, 
it, it was such an uncomfortable comment, but like my, my defense mechanism is to just start to try to justify why he would say that thing to me. And yes. it's not, it's not okay. And I think, you know, the more we speak up about these things or at least just like stand up. So like, you know, it's just hard because, you know, a lot of times men, men overhear these things and their reaction is to kind of, you know, just let it breeze by. And then maybe they apologize to you personally later. Like, Oh, I can't believe that happens to you at some point, at some point men have to, in that moment, stop and go, that wasn't okay for you to say. And I'm going to tell you why, because you are, you would not say something to me. Mm-hmm. You would not comment about what I'm wearing. So why are you saying that to her? But we, we are, we don't, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to like create something that might not be something. And I, I get that to a degree because it's not, no, I don't want people starting fights and right. shit in like the, professional environments. The but, thing that gets me, yeah. what, how it comes off to me is that and this may be oversimplifying it. I have a way of doing that. And sometimes that's the best way that to, for me to like make sense of things. Honestly, how it comes off to me is that men are afraid to offend other men. Like, yeah. or don't want the confrontation for telling them that this isn't okay behavior. Mm-hmm. I, that's the only thing that I like, I can make sense of that. That's why these, these things continue to happen in that you know, in certain circumstances, men are uncomfortable telling another man like, Hey dude, what the hell? That's not okay. And this kind of goes into this thing where, you know, this, this podcast, and I will say this about a lot of our listeners, we have a number of men who Mm. listen to this podcast and I'm sure we have more than I realize. Um, but we hear from some of you and it makes me happy when we do hear from you because so many of you have said, like, I have actively started, um, trying to, see the world around me a little bit differently just from listening. And like, that goes a long way. Just Mm. even like the acknowledgement of like, I hear you. And now I'm cognizantly aware because I fell down speaking of TikTok, this was months ago now, but I'd fallen down a rabbit hole at one point of like women who were coming to the defense of other women. So like, I remember, and I think I talked about this on an episode, there's this one moment where this young woman is being confronted by a man that this other woman across the street is like, I can tell she doesn't know him. I can tell she's uncomfortable and maybe I'm about to get myself murdered. (laughs) I'm going to run across the street and pretend I know this young woman. Like I'm I'm just going to run across the street and be like, Hey, I've been waiting for you. What are you doing? So this other woman goes into a situation knowing it could be potentially unsafe, uh, but runs across the street. And yet that young woman recognized immediately what she was doing and was like, yeah, I was coming to meet you, but he stopped me. And she's like, Oh, well, who is this? Um, I haven't met him. And she's like, Oh, I don't know. him." she's like, Oh, well we have to go. Sorry. Basically yanks this young woman with her across the street, puts her in her car and is like ready to drive her wherever she needs to go. And I, found video after video after video of these um, stories of women doing this for each other, where women are cognizantly aware of like, this situation doesn't feel right. I, I have to like, I mean, I, I give credit to like, there's one uh, SID who is new here to Nebraska, but she's been an SID in the state of Nebraska for a while and is highly respected. But she is like, she gets it. Like we, like when it comes to like 
Does our intern have parking so she can get safely to where she needs to go? Oh, I'll make sure she has it. You know what? I'm going to actually personally deliver these things to her to make sure that it is easier for her. Like she does not have to do that. But like as women, we're constantly looking out for Mm -hmm. each other. And I need men to do that too, because I'm going to tell you, if I saw a man feeling uncomfortable, if I saw a young man, I would do that. Like, it's not, it's not me going, I'm only helping women. I prominently only see it with women, but that's not to say I wasn't in a situation where I didn't see a young man, very uncomfortable. I wouldn't go, excuse me. What's, you know, I wouldn't ignore that situation. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't like any person on my staff. Like, one of our interns, he had to walk home by himself after the game on after the game this last Saturday. And it's like 630 in the evening. And I'm still like, walk safe. If you need something, right. let me know. Are you sure you don't need a drive? You don't need a ride. Um, I make Jacob, who is a grown ass adult, tell me. So Jacob works with me at Hill Varsity for anyone who maybe isn't familiar. But I make him tell me, like, did you make it home safely? Like, yep. This is the thing that like women have in their constant mind is, did you make it home safely? Did you make it where you were supposed to go safely? Mm-hmm. And I need men to have that energy. I need men to have yeah. that energy for women. I need men to have that energy for each other. But like, honestly, it doesn't change until men start having that energy too. And yeah. like I said, this podcast has been sort of reassuring that like there are men that hear oh, yes. this and go like, I get, I get it in a way that maybe I hadn't before. And to just really say how meaningful that is. Thank you. Um, allyship is a powerful thing and it, it just, it means a lot when those of you who email and say like, I'm seeing things a little bit differently, or I didn't agree with you on other topics, but like, this is like that stuff goes so far. So This last, this last year and a half has been an absolute dumpster fire, but in the year that like this podcast has existed, like a lot of you have continued to give me faith in the good Mm -hmm. of humanity, even on days where it feels like there's nothing good. It's insurmountable. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, I totally agree with you. Um, and you, some, sometimes I fumble a lot over what I'm trying to say, but that I couldn't have put it better myself. Like I truly like one of the things that I, one, this is like, this podcast has helped keep me sane. It hasn't helped me speak very well, but um, (laughs) it's, it's helped keep me sane because all of the topics that we end up talking about are things that are, are bothering me, but sometimes I just don't know what, what the F to do about, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and being given that space in order to have these kinds of conversations and work through it in a, like, you know, this is like a live conversation that we're having that we just happen to be recording, you know? It um, really is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just thankful to the listeners for, I, would, I don't even want to say bearing with us because you guys tune in every single week and you give feedback and, and honestly, sometimes bring up topics that we wouldn't have thought to talk about. And um, I, I'm just never going to stop being uber appreciative for, for all of you who are listening. Yes. Because the thing with this podcast and I, you know, it's always kind of been one of those things where I'm like, if there was a day where it just suddenly blew up and everyone knew about it tomorrow, like, that'd be great. Like, that'd be awesome. But I do sort of love this like little like world that it lives in, at least right now, because like to the women who listen to this podcast as well, the thing that I just so appreciate is so many of you share so openly some of the things that like you're personally Mm. going through men too. I I shouldn't just say, but like for the women, like to feel like 
you know, a lot of times when I share things that I'm going through, whether it's on my Instagram or on my TikTok or whatever the case is, is like the amount of women who are often like, yep, feel that. And it's like, it really connects us to like, know that like, we might have different jobs, we might operate in different spaces, we may live in different cities and different states, but there's so many things that do connect us. And um, just hearing from so many of you, because like Sasha said, you bring new ideas into our minds, like where you're like, oh, what about this person? Like you've introduced us to athletes that we weren't Mm. previously aware of. You've introduced us to topics that maybe we had missed. Like these are those things where we can't do things alone. So when you engage with us and share those things. Like it's amazing because I'm just one person. Sasha is just one person. And like, we can't be aware of everything that's going on at one time. So like the fact that you chime in and say, Hey, this is something on my radar. It goes a long way. So I I don't, I don't know. It's just, we, we've, I always laugh at the end of our podcast because we spend like a minute, like just thanking you. But the reality is that is sincere because Uh, the fact that we continue to show up and record this podcast is because of everyone. I mean, full transparency, I was looking at this day and I was like, Sasha, if we have to just like punt this week because like it doesn't work in your schedule because I, I couldn't do it in our normal recording slot. I was like fully like ready to like, just be like, okay, well I guess, but I was, I also think about like, I know the podcast I look forward to every week mm-hmm. and when there's not a new episode, it's like, Oh, that sings. So I'm glad that, you know, we were able to like find a time that works because I hope that you feel that way. I think some of you, yeah. some I of you too. might be like, it's how, fine. Send how it will you play your drinking game this week with the mind your own podcast? If we don't do an episode. <laughs> exactly. And you know, that's actually been fun for me too, is because people I know listen to this podcast, but yeah. the people I don't know, but I've gotten to know because of this podcast has been pretty cool. Yeah. I, I will say like, there have been people who've told me they've listened to this podcast that I'm like, Oh, I would love to know what your thoughts are <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. like, I don't know if like our ideas on things totally vibe or match, but I'm like, you know what? Like the thing that kind of to go back to the beginning of this podcast where I've learned sort of where I need to protect my own peace. And sometimes on social media, I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this is a topic I want to talk on, but I can't right now for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Like I just, I can't, I want to, but I am not going to be able to provide the best to this because if people start giving me negative feedback, I'm not in a place to handle that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think, I think being able to, I think that being able to have this space to process with people who do also know me and then can kind of hear where I'm coming from and challenge me and Mm -hmm. maybe make me think a little bit differently about it. It's just been a, it's, it's a good thing. It really has, I think changed how I, I look at things. I also don't, I think vent as much (laughs) to my fiance as I used to. So that's helpful. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, (laughs) I think that it's helped me to just like, I guess for me puts in perspective, like the time and place. Um, If at that time and place, I'm not mentally prepared to have a conversation. I can't ultimately expect other people to also be in that same space. And I think, you know, with social media, and we've talked about this quite a bit before, it's kind of like reading, you know, a tweet or um, something that someone puts as their caption on an Instagram post doesn't tell the entire story. 
It almost mm-hmm. requires a conversation. It's a snippet into the insight of what's going on in that person's head or how they feel about a certain topic. So I, I try to be very careful with like word selection and things that I feel compelled to say something about, but also using words that try to leave it open to a conversation and then I'm not closed off. I realize that in the past that I've not been very, I wasn't very good at it probably before this podcast, very reactive, you know, you get on and you see something and it's upsetting and, you know, you just get it out to get it out. But taking the time to actually evaluate what my actual feelings are instead of that, the gut reaction um, is super, super important. I will say your Twitter account has become like one of my favorite things though in this last year, because like you either react to things like days after they happen or like you're so uh, just humorously vague in the way that you like respond to it. Or like, I know what you're talking about, but there are people who just don't get it. Um, That's probably my, like one of my favorite things over this last year is you're just like evolution of like using Twitter to just semi troll people. I just think that like, you know, Twitter can be that place where like people take themselves for whatever reason entirely too seriously about everything. Like I'm Twitter's not the place to have those conversations. <laughs> like, you know, not like actual in-depth conversational conversations. It's you're not going there to listen. You're going no. there to, you React. know, or you're trying to put out the, you know, some good in the world. Um, I think ultimately, um, my point anymore with social media, except for like my one account that's associated with Meathead Test Kitchen, like it's, I'm just going to be, try to be as sarcastic and at least provide some humor in a place like that app that can be super toxic. Yep. <laughs> that's my I, goal. <laughs> you know, and that's the thing is like, I understand, like we all talk about, like we've, well, we've talked about, like we all have platforms, no matter what that platform looks like, no matter if you have millions of followers or 10 followers, you all have a platform, whether that's on social media, whether that's in your life, like kind of recognizing and understanding that your platform matters and that people listen to you and people uh, respect what you have to say, I think changes how you approach things. And I, mm-hmm. I think for myself, you know, I think for myself, I, I have built my Twitter account over the years to a degree where, um, I sometimes can't understand it because like, I can't seem to grow my Instagram or my TikTok following Mm. that easily, which is just like, so interesting. It's such a different world, Yeah, but I have kind of created this group on Twitter that, um, every so often someone comes along and they seem surprised by who I am. I'm like, you know, like, am I just not doing enough on Twitter to like give it away anymore? Like, because like, it's just, I think one of those things too, where social media is definitely only a part of who you are. So Mm -hmm. in some ways, I think there are people who probably came to this podcast in its infancy and were like, okay, cool. I used to, um, listen to podcasts that are to radio shows that Sasha produced, or, oh, I've been aware of Aaron in sports media for a while. Like I'll check this podcast out. And then we're like, uh, excuse me, like quite literally you're not sticking to sports. And it's like, read the room. Um, but I would say I don't care. Like if somebody comes here and I've thought about this a little bit because podcasts create like a record of Mm -hmm. thoughts and words that in a lot of ways you can take back because this, this will hopefully last for a long time. And someone could go back and listen to something I said six months ago and be like, well, what did you say? 
And the, the thing that I would say this podcast has done too for me is just teach me to continue growing and mm-hmm. that I'm going to fumble. I'm going to say things I don't mean to say. Um, I'm going to regret things I don't mean to say, but I hope I'm better. I hope like yeah. with the, there are still words I'm working on. I remember there was an episode where I talked about like not using terminology, like low man on the totem pole and why, and I'm still working on that. Like, mm-hmm. just so y'all know, still working on that. That is something that I, I am still actively trying to eliminate from my brain and my vocabulary, but it's not going to happen overnight. And it yeah. is a constant process of waking up and asking myself, like, is, you know, why is that the thing that your brain wants to say? All right, let's rework that. Let's rethink it. Let's, yeah. um, let's relearn what you're saying. Yeah. And it's the, this, the yeah, this is inventory helped. and the, I, I call it your side of the street shit. The <laughs> only thing, the only thing that any of us can control are, are, I mean, our reactions to things really, ultimately you have control over you. We don't have ownership as individuals over anybody else's reactions or thoughts or feelings or any of that. So I call it keeping my side of the street clean. If there's something that's bothering me and I feel the need to correct it, whether that could be any topic that, that I've really focused a lot on that this year. Um, And a lot of that I think is because of this podcast, because there's always work that any one of us could be doing at any time to make us better people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that I've grown, I'm, and I've always been a pretty open-minded person, but I feel like I've become even more so because of this podcast and having this platform to be able to talk through a lot of the topics that we talk about. It's, it's really honestly a blessing. And, you know, here's to, here's to one year and here's to yes. hopefully many more. Um, I'm excited to see where the future of this podcast can go. You know, I definitely think we'd love to bring more voices in. I think some of the, our, some of my favorite episodes have been when we brought people in, but also some of my favorite episodes are just when Sasha and I are just riffing on the things that like really, really have affected us. And, you know, this hellhole of a year and a half is still going. So like, I think, I think, but you know, that's the thing is we have these spaces to kind of allow growth in conversation. And so thank you for giving us this platform. Um, I promise you not every episode is going to be us just sitting here reflecting and reminiscing and thanking you. Um, We, we will be back as as long as you email us, like literally none of you emailed us. Like, I just want to say like, so disappointed. (laughs) Those of you who normally email us didn't even email us. And I like opened it. It was just like, we had emails. I wanted to say we had emails, but they're all like, your website could use our <laughs> guest post. It was all spam. So I was like, that's great. Come on. So you should email us and tell us something good. Tell us a favorite yes. episode of yours. Tell us literally anything. It doesn't have to be about this show. It can just be like what's going on in your life. Um, because next week we start a new, a new year, a new chapter of the Mind Your Own podcast. And uh, as much as this belongs to us, it also belongs to you. Yeah. And I want, I want to grow this as much as we can. So share it with somebody that you think would enjoy it. Um, but yeah, email us at mindyourownpodcast at hailvarsy.com. As uh, the drinking game says, I'm not going to forget our Twitter handles. It's at Aaron Sorensen. Oh, and I just did. Yep. It's at Aaron Sorensen and at Sasha72. I almost meshed them together. I almost said Aaron Sasha. 
you should have a joint. We have account. a joint Twitter account. You can find us at Aaron. So maybe we will. Maybe we just need to do that, and that can be where like all of the snark lives. Yes. And just like if people find it, like Godspeed to you. You have to <laughs> luck to be approved. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Don't forget to um, to you can always send us an email. That's find your own podcast at hailversity.com. We send us emails. That's yes, really all we're asking for. <laughs> well, I have a busy day to keep going with. So does Sorry. Sasha. I'm sure you all do too, because as the world gets quote unquote back to whatever it is, um, people have busy schedules. So mm. we appreciate you inviting us into those schedules, inviting us into your life. Um, we will be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Lord knows what topic we will come up with, but we will, we will be back as always. And we appreciate you being here. Have a, have a good rest of your week into the next week. And we'll talk to you Wednesday. Goodbye. Bye. A Huda Media Production.